0: All right. Today's daf is daf Samach. Maseches Yavumis. Getner of Shabbos. Two dots. Uh, what did we say? Seven lines from the top of the Amud, and we're going to says the Gemara. Anusas chaveroi Umufutas chaveroi We're continuing on in the conversation about the various halachos concerning the Kohen Gadol, who he's permitted to either marry, and if he does marry, can he remain? Uh, can he remain married? What are going to be the status of the children? So the Brysa says that Anusas Havero, umefutas Havero. That if a, a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a woman who somebody else violated or seduced. Okay? So she's, she's no longer a Basula, not, not because of her will, but she was violated by somebody. The Imnasa, and if the Kohen Gadol were to marry this woman, the kid is going to be a Kohen he's going to lose his status. Of Being a Kohen. Now his father's the big Kohen Gadol. but the child himself, no status of kahuna. Why not? Because his parents weren't allowed to be together. The the say, no, Havlad kosher. The child is going to be kosher. there's no problem whatsoever. marav, who says the name of Rav, The halacha is like Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov, who says the child is going to be a khalo. Again, that if a Kohen Gadol marries a woman who was violated by another man and has a child, that child um, is going to be considered a Cholol and is ruined from their status of Kahuna. There are those who say this conversation, we'll call it, a little differently. What is the reason for who says the child's a Cholol? What's the reason? Because he holds like Rebbe Lazar who says that that was yesterday he was strict and held that any woman who ever had relations with another man out of wedlock is going to take on the status of a Zona and since she takes on the status of a Zona you have a Kohen now marrying a zaina, and the child is going to be a Cholol. He says, is this really true? Does Rebbe Lazar and Yaakov agree with Rebbe Lazar that Whenever you have a couple that has relations out of wedlock, the child is uh, going to be illegitimate. We already established earlier in various places throughout Shas. We had this just uh, last week, I believe. Right? Whenever Rabbi Yakub says something, his words are, Kav, few, vinaki, and clear, clean. He spoke, right, when people, as, as we explained last time, when people speak less, people listen more. So, whatever, whatever Rebbe Lezer Ben Yaakov says is the halacha. Now, the ilu, but as far as the halacha of Rebbe Lazar who says that anytime you have relations out of wedlock, the wife's called a Zaina, therefore the kids are hollow, But Rebbe Amram says, ain't halacha of We don't pass like Rebelazar. So he says, so ask the more like this. If we always pask him like Rebel Lezer Ben Yaakov and the halacha is not like Rebelazar, Lazar, don't tell me that Rebelazar Lazar Ben Yaakov and Rebelazar Lazar agree. Because otherwise, the halachos, right, to tell me, halachos ben Yaakov, and I always listen to him, but he possibly like rebe lozer, and then to say rebe is not halacha like him doesn't make any sense. The two don't work together. Says the Gemara Kasha, you're right, it's a question how this works, how we can say rebe lozer ben Yaakov is kavanaki and at the same time passing Rebbe Lazar. it should bother us, but we're not necessarily backing off of that potential turrets, saying that they agree with the same thing. Okay. Period. Ravashi Yoma, Rav says, Cholol The Machlokas between Rebbe Yazar ben Yaakov and the Rabbanon, again, as to whether or not a Kohen who marries a woman who was violated, and they have a child, whether or not the child is a Cholol, is a Machlokas about whether when a couple gets together, and it's not a negative transgression, but it's a positive transgression, they're transgressing a positive command in the Torah, is then the child going to be a Cholo? You understand? Let's get this clear. If you have, a, so, sometimes you have forbidden relationships, like we're going to be reading about tomorrow, Hashem, in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kedoshim, there's a whole list of forbidden relations. And there's a of Koresh by a lot of them. Yeah. So there, we know the child's going to be illegitimate. When it's a love, when there's no chivkaris, but you're just not allowed to be together. For example, a kohen to a divorcee, kohen gadol to an amana. So we had the machlokas we've been working with up until now. What about if there's a transgression, and the transgression is a positive command? Where let's say, for example, the Torah tells a kohen gadol, you must marry a virgin. If the kohen gadol marries a non-virgin, did it say anywhere, don't marry a virgin? No, that's given over in a way where you shall marry a virgin. It's a positive command. If you don't do it, you've violated that positive command. But will the child also be a holo? Or do we say, not necessarily? Not necessarily. So here we go. Rabbi Eliezer, Sabar, Rabbiasbinaqam says, Yesh Khal Michavyase, the child will be illegitimate, will be called a kholo. Okay? Rabban Sav the Rabban say no. Ain chalu michave aseh. If it was just a positive command that's being transgressed, the child, as much as you're doing an averi, you're doing something wrong, but the child does not take on the status of a chol. My time with Elzben Yaakov. What is the reason for Elzben Yaakov? Who says that if the Torah commands the kohen gadol in a positive way and he transgresses, the child will be a chol? What's his reason? God says in the Torah, a kohen gadol is not allowed to marry a widow, divorcee, chalala, zona. But who should, who could you marry? Kiim because you can only marry a virgin. Fine. So we have a positive and a negative, or call it a negative and then a positive. Uksiv. And it says as well, Zaroi bi amov. And if you don't marry these women, that we're adding in those words, it implies that. I'm sorry, if you do marry these women. You will cause the children to be chalal, to be chalal, to be mundane. They, they lose their status. What is that referring to? Akulu. Says Rabbah's ben Yaakov, that applies whether he transgresses and marries Ammana Grusha, Halala Zaina, or if he marries anybody who's not a Basula, since they're together in the Pasuk. And the very next verse says if you transgress any one of these, which implies whether it's a lav, whether it's an assay, the child's going to be a chalal. So you see from here, the kid's a chal, even including an asay. But Rabban argue. why? He, they say no. Eila hefzika in Okay? The, the word Eila divides the Lavin and the Ase. Meaning, it says, Es Eila lo These, he cannot um, marry, right? The divorcee, widow. As Eila Ki im besula. Rather, it must be besula. The word Eila says, These is going on the last group the negative command, and the command, the positive command, the marrying of Basula, marrying a virgin, is the next group. And there, perhaps, say the Rabbanon, there's not going to be any Chol. The word Eila is only coming to exclude Anida. Meaning if Rashi explains if a Kohen Gadol has relations with his wife who is Anida, even though there is a transgression there, a Kari's transgression, however, any child that comes out of that will not be considered a chal. man ozlo yeah ela is not coming to separate the love and the assay the word ela is just coming to exclude a child from a nida intercourse okay says the gemara kman ozlo the following teaching who is it following may ela from these women in the pasuk. You, the the child will be a cholo, but if you have a woman who's a nida, the kid will not be a cholo. Come on, who's that like? Reb Lozben Yaakov. That's following Reb Lozben Yaakov. And by the way, this would, this has major ramifications, because if you have a kohen who comes from a couple that does not keep the laws of nida, do we say that that Coin does not have the status of kohen? If you're going to say, that a kohen who has relations with a wife who's a nida, the child's a cholo, so then any child... Of a of a couple that doesn't keep laws of of uh, family purity, we're going to say they're not kahanim anymore. But Rabbi Blasben says Taka, it's fine; they're still kahanim. But according to Rabbi why does say Eileh in between the Lav and the Asay? He could have just put the word Eileh afterwards and still teach me that a Nida is not going to be a child of a Nida is not going to be a chal. it's a question of Rabbi But again, as as interesting as that question in, is, and as difficult as that question is, the bottom line is. Reb and is going to say, a child who comes from a Kohen and Anida will keep his status as a Kohen, period. Beautiful. Tanu <speaking in Hebrew> the rabbis learned, and so should we. <speaking in Hebrew> Fascinating case. The sister of a Kohen passed away as an Arusa. Okay, so she's a koheness. She comes from a family of Kohanim. And she marries somebody else. He put the her husband puts a ring on her finger, and then she passes away. But they, she never moved in with him. So, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let's explain before we start the sugya. The Torah tells us that a kohen in general is not allowed to become tamei mace He's not allowed to become impure to a dead body, Kohanim, don't go to cemeteries, Kohanim, don't go to funerals. However, there are seven relatives that a Kohen is permitted to attend their levaya, we'll call it, okay? Seven immediate relatives. Who are they? Two parents, okay? Mother, father, brother, sister, son, daughter. So we have three categories of two, right? The generation above me, my parents. A generation beside me, brother, sister, generation beneath me, my children. You could attend all their Levias. Who else? Your wife. That's number seven. okay. now, interestingly, when it comes to a Kohen sister, for whatever reason, the Torah says you can only attend your sister's funeral if she had never been married to a man, okay? she's never been to a man, you could become impure to her. Okay, now let me ask you a question. A sister who's never been to a man, the Kohen could attend her funeral. What if, this is our case now into the Gemara, what if the man put a ring on her finger? She was an arisen, but she never lived with this man. So the words in the Torah are, who's never been to a man? Does that mean she's never been acquired by a man? Then, if it means that, then the Kohen sister who has arisen, you cannot attend her alabaya because she's been acquired by a man. She's married. But if it means she's had relations, she's just in arusa. You should still be permitted to attend her alabaya. All right? So here we go. Again, let's go back to the b'risa. Torah Uh The rabbi is not in social arusa, The sister of the Cohen. Who has step one of marriage never moved in with her husband and drops dead? Rav Meir and Yudah, Meir and both say Metamila. He's still permitted to attend her funeral. Rav Shimon, Eimrim, Ain Metamila. No, you can't. Okay. Now, Anusim I call Everybody agrees that if she had relations with a man, whether or not it was completely willingly, whether she was violated, whether she was seduced, she's been to a man. You cannot attend her. The Cohen cannot attend her funeral. Everybody will agree with that. Okay. Now keep in mind, only the brother can't attend. Right? If a Kohen has a sister who was violated, so he can't attend. His parents could still attend because even though the father's a Cohen, the father's allowed to attend the funeral of a daughter, whether or not she's been to a man. This is only for the brothers to the sisters. Okay. Then the Brysa says, Umukas eats." What about a woman who's had her besulim pierced by something other than intercourse? Okay? A stick of wood. Also, you cannot be a metame to her. This is the pin of Reb Shimon. Now, that's going to need explanation because the verse says, who's never been to a man. Fine. But Reb Shimon says, if she lost her signs of virginity, Cannot attend her funeral. Shimon says, la You know what the pasuk means that she's never been to a man? It means in the same circum. It means in, in, in the same department as who would be permitted to a kohen Goddol and who would not be permitted to a kohen gadol. And since we've established that a woman who's umukasets and lost her besulim cannot marry a kohen Goddol, so too a regular kohen cannot attend the funeral because she's not enough of a besula in that way. That's the pina Rabb Shimon. Okay. What about if the Kohen sister is a Bogeres? She's a complete adult. She's older than 12 years and 6 months. Which, as we learned previously, a Bogeres already has a weakening of her besulim. Metamela divrei kol adam. Metamela divrei kol adam. Yeah. The halacha is that uh, these are the words of of, uh, everybody. Okay. Everyone holds interesting expression but says the Gemara everybody agrees um, that he is permitted to attend her the Lovaya says the Gemara my time of Rebbe Rabbi Yehuda what is the reason for Rebbi Meir and Rebbe Yehuda this is going back to the beginning of the Brisa who says that if your sister is an Arusa she had stage one of marriage you could still be metami to her because she's married yeah but she never lived with her husband you he can be metami to her what's their logic Says the Gemara, the Darshiyahchi, they're going to read the pasuk as follows: <laughs> the Cohen's sister who is a virgin, pratla anusa to exclude a sister who's not a virgin. You cannot attend her Leviya. Okay, now R' Meir and uh, Rabbi Huda said you could, so let's keep going. Um, I'm sorry, they only said you could by an, by an arusa. Yochol, I might think Shani might see afmukasets. It's coming to exclude him. says, as well. Talmud Leimar, Asher The only issue is if she lost her virginity to a man, but if she lost it to something else, you can't attend her funeral if she lost her virginity to a man. But if she's been inflicted by a piece of wood or something else was inserted, there's not going to be a loss of her status as a basula, and her brother could continue to attend her levaya. That is the opinion of Rebbe and Rabbi Huda. Therefore, they say like this, she's in Arusa, She never had the intercourse with a man. So, so far, she's in good shape. Let's keep reading the Pasuk. Hakroiva. Okay? She is Karayv. What does it mean she's close to a man? L'Rabbi Sarusa. To include in Arusa. She's related to him. You could be mitame to your sister. She's still, again, from the previous part of the Pasuk, your sister who's in Arusa is still included in the ability to attend her funeral. Hakroiva, She's her Karayv. No problem. A love to him. L'Rabbi Sabagaris. That's coming to, inc- to include even a Bageris. Even a Bigeras who we say, maybe there's a weakening of her Besulim. Still, the Kayan could attend her uh, her uh, the brother, the Kayan brother could attend the sister's Leviathan. Says the Gemara, one second, Why don't need a possible include a Begaris, of Mayor, According to a mayor, uh, whose who was opinion we're going in, he said you don't even need full Besulim. So the whole issue of a bigeras is going to be. If there's a weakening of her Basulam, Rav doesn't hold that's ever a problem. Besulah means that besulam yeah? Yeah, so Mar says no. It's true. according to Meir, I would still need the pasuk. So that means that about to say neilif besulah besulah may also. We should you, take the word besulah and learn out basula from the case of a Aruso Anusa M'futa Malanara, just like over there a Basula, is referring to a younger girl who's under the age of 12 and 6 months, Afkan Nami Nara. So to over here, it's referring to a Nara, a girl between the age of 12, of 12 and 12 and 6 months, comes on the Pasuk um, with the Pasuk of, with, with, with the word of besula to teach me that a Kayin is allowed to attend the levaya of a sister who is a bager, says the Gemara of Reb Yaisi, Rabbi Shimon, now we understand the reason for Reb Meir and Rebuhuda, Yehuda, who say that if your sister is a Arusa, she just had step one of marriage, they say you're allowed to attend her funeral, and now we know why. But Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon argued, and they said, no, if your sister, if your sister was an Arusa, she was taken by another man, despite the fact she never had relations with him yet, you are still not not allowed to attend the Vaya and we want to know why. Says the Gemara, <laughs> They darsh in the Pesach as follows. <laughs> Basula means a virgin, which means nobody who's been violated, nobody has been seduced, nobody who's been lost their basulam due to any other instrument. Ashley Haisa, who's never been to a man, la Arusa, excluding an Arusa, because she was now taken by a man. Granted, they never had relations. But even if she didn't have relations, she's taken by a man. That's also a problem. the Rabbi Sarusa Shiniz Garsha, to include in Arusa, who was divorced, a love, the Rabbi says According to them, if you're an Arusa, you cannot attend your funeral, but Abigeras, you are permitted to. Bottom line is we're not we're still gonna um explain. Um, for a little bit this conversation but just notice that Rav Mayim and Rav Yehuda against Rab Yaisi and Reb Shimon are both taking the same Pasuk and it depends how you're going to approach the way to Darshan the words in this Pasuk okay here we go says the Gemara according to Rav Yaisi and Reb Shimon they said that that is close L'Rabos Anusa Shenizgarsha that's coming to include in, in Arusa I'm sorry not Anusa is a woman who's violated Arusa is a woman who's been taken a step on a marriage. So it's coming to include an Arusa, if his wife, if the Cohen's sister was married as an Arusa, never lived with her husband and is now divorced. So they hold you're allowed to attend her funeral. You only can't attend her funeral while she's married to the guy. Says the Gemara, one second. We now turn to the top of Samoch Amud Beis. Bomar of Shemin Barib Shiman says, Ruyilikangal Matami Loh only a woman is said to be Kangadal is allowed to be a to her shame. Ruila Kangodala in a Matami la the and the Kangadal's not allowed to marry an Arusa who's divorced. A great question. How can you say the Darshan the Pas are coming to include and say, oh, you could be Matameh. A Kanye can be a Matame uh, to a sister who uh, who was an Arusa and then divorced. Because she's never been to a man, she's not acquired by a man right now. Oh, back to square one. But one second. You yourself said that. The only person that, the only time a sister, let's say it differently, the only time a Kohen can attend the sister's funeral is if she was in a stage that a Kohen Godot would be permitted to marry her. A Kohen Godot is not allowed to marry a woman who's divorced from Harrison. Answer the Gemara, Shani Hassam. That case of Arusa is different. Meaning, even though in general, you're right. The way to know if the Kohen can attend the sister's funeral is if a Kohen Godot can marry her. But over here it's different. The Rabbi Because there's a word in the Torah telling me that this case is different. When she was married as an Arusa and then divorced, we could be lenient. Why? The word He says the If so, mukasets not Rabbi. Yeah. Why don't we say mukasets? Also, um, he should be allowed to attend her funeral because she's never been to a man. Kraiva achas The word Kraiva could include one type of woman who's close to losing her virginity and, and not a mukasets. Umari Isis, why are you including an Arusa who's never had marriage and, and instead of including a Mukha And to the Gomorrah, I'll tell you why. Quite simply, if you have a woman who was in Arusa, a man puts a ring on her finger and she drops the, and, and then divorces her. Okay? So the coins allowed to marry her. Why? Nothing happened to her body. Nothing happened to her body. She still has her complete virginity and everything. So that case will say, when it says the word kraiva, it's referring to her. I, why don't we say it's coming to include your sister who lost her virginity due to an outside instrument? No, because over there, something happened to her body. Well, something happened to her body, she's more similar to a non-virgin than a woman who's just had ar- arisen and never and still has her virginity completely, still has her size of virginity. Um, and that's why we're choosing to, well, with the word karov with the word kraiva, to say that the Kayan is not allowed, according to and Zerub Rab- 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 okay, that the Kayan is not allowed to attend, to, to be metame, to become impure, to a sister who, who's a mukha but he is permitted to a, his sister who was married and that, uh, with arisen and then divorced. Okay. <speaking in Hebrew> he says like this. Since he's different than his Zug. Zug is a partner. Now, what do you mean partner? So, in our Brisa, you really had Reb and Reb Yehuda against Reb Shimon and Reb We just explained Reb Shimon. We explained Reb Shimon how, what his approach is. Says the Gemara, listen. Reb Yosi doesn't agree in all aspects with Reb Shimon. Okay? They both agree that if a woman's in Arusa, and then she dies, the Kohen cannot attend her funeral. But we want to know his reason. We know R'b-shim, and What about Rabbi Yaisi? It seems that he holds that whatever her status is, Mukasets, he agrees with her mayor that you're allowed to attend her funeral. Minale. What's going to be his source? She's never been to a man. If she lost her virginity because of a piece of wood, has she ever been to a man? No. Says no problem. Says the But we already used the we already used the pasuk of Okay. What do we learn from Heysa That if she was an Arusa, you're not allowed. That was her basic source. No. One says, which means, she's never been married to, even as an Arusa. And Meish is teaching me that in order to be a problem, uh, if she lost her virginity, it has to be where the virginity was lost from a man and it didn't come from a piece of wood. Okay. A hey, love, the rabbi, Sabai, Givaldic. A love, <clears throat> is coming to include a by Geras, meaning if you have a Kohen whose sister is over the age of 12 and six months, even though there's a weakening of her signs of virginity, you're still allowed to attend her funeral, says the Gemara. Is that really true? of Shimon says, Besula, Besula Shleimah mashma. Whenever it says the word Besula, it means complete. A by Geras should not be considered like she's a complete. Besula. It says, that the reason over there as well is learned out from here. Meaning the reason, by, the reason why, the reason how we know which type of woman is permitted to a Kohen Gadol is learned out from Arb the The hachi, the Darshan's like this, Rup Shimon darshans like this, May the Elov the Rabbi Sabe since the word Elov coming to clue to BeGeres, that you're allowed to be Metamei Mechalal the Basula Basula Shleimam Ashma. Fine, but the way the Gemara answered is by saying, "Listen, don't look to the Kain situation as the source. Look over here as the source." Okay. Tani we learn to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yehoy Omer Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehoy Omer Rabbi Shimon Yehoy says a new halacha Giyores Pchusa Mibash Shaliyshon and you have a family that converts to Judaism and they have a daughter who's under the age of three years and one day. Now in general, a Kohen is not allowed to marry a Giyaris. Okay? You have to assume she's not a Basula. Now here's the deal. Any girl under the age of three years and one day, according to Allah, is not considered to be, it's not considered to even be an intercourse if somebody were to have relations with a girl that young, and therefore she would still have a status of a besulas. The Gemara is asking very practical. I mean, not hopefully not practical in our day and age, where somebody you know, but uh, you know that young, but practical when they're older. Let's say this is not uncommon. You have a family that converts, a, a family of gerim. One of the daughters was one years old at the time that they converted, and now she's going into Shaduchim. Can she date a coin? It's a good Okay? Says the bride, according to share Bar Kohuna. she absolutely can, because at the time that she turned, three years and one day, to be fit for relations, we know since then, she's been a besoula. When it comes to the battle against Midian, which is how, you know, the battle against Midian, what they purposely tried to do is get Klai to sin, through immorality. And the, the psak the ruling was that, that uh, any woman who was fit to be with a man was obligated in death. Bahare pinchas iman. And pinchas was amongst them. Okay? Um, now, it, the Pusik says that the taf, the children that didn't know or weren't of the age of knowing a man, so then they were allowed to um, marry. And Pinchas was involved in this battle. So you have Kahanim in the battle, and the Torah says, you'll allowed to marry them. So you see very, you see clearly from here, that as long as there was a young girl who wasn't capable of knowing a man, wasn't capable of having relations, there's no problem. That's the proof of Rav Shimon bar Fascinating. Virab And the Rabbonon, however, argue. And they say, nope, a Kohen can never marry a convert, can never marry a gieris. Why? They say, lavodim v'lishvachis, what does it mean to take for yourselves? It doesn't mean to marry them, but you're permitted to take them as servants. Says the Gemara, one second. If you're only taking them as servants, why is it dependent on intercourse, on three years old in one day? What What Does one do with the other? Says the Gemara, Kidravuna, because of Ravuna Rami, Ravuna asked a contradiction. It says isha Any woman who is known to a man to have laid with a man, have relations with a man, You shall kill. But if she didn't have relations, so She uh, there's no obligation to wipe them out. you can imply Kids, children, whether or not they had relations or not, they, they're kept alive. Why? Because the Pasuk says, if you don't have the status of Isha, you're too young, you're eight years old, you're not a woman, right? you're a minor. So we'll say, maybe there's no obligation. Uxiv, however, here's the problem. This was the contradiction that Ravuna had. The other Pasuk says, only a young child who didn't know that's the one you could live. I don't understand. Right? We have a contradiction. Bottom line, one posseh seems to imply that a kitana, a young girl, who you automatically keep them alive, but the other posseh seems to imply they only stay alive if they've never been with a man. Which one is it? Have a, uh, um, have a to answer this question, it must be... You know what it means? The age. Not whether they actually had relations. But if they're at an age where relations were possible, then they're high of Misa. But if they're under that age, there's none. Tanya Mi'achi learned the Similarly... Any woman who was known to a man, But doesn't mean she actually was known. It means she is fit to be known by a man. How do you know it means to, to, that she's at an age where she's fit for intercourse? Maybe it means mamish. She literally had relations, and that's why. Um, and, and any, any uh, young girl who didn't have relations or any person didn't have relations should be spared. It's got to be speaking not about what they actually did, but about their abilities to do. Which, by the way, is a beautiful message in life. Yeah? So much of how we, of how we should uh, extrapolate from our situation is not by what we actually do, okay? but it's what we are able to do. In what way? Don't be proud of your abilities if you don't actually do it. But what this means is that if you're able, if a person is able to do more, do more. The abilities inside of us are what demand of us to produce. Yadi. says the Gemara. Fine. Now, how did we know who was who uh, was fit for uh, relations? Amr of Chana Barbizna. Amr of Shemachasida fascinating, listen to this they brought all the women of Midian they passed them in front of the tzitz the forehead, the golden forehead plate of the Kohen Gadol any woman whose face turned yellow or green we knew that she was old enough to be fit for Bia and they were Chay of Misa and Amar of Nachman Hidraikon a sin of a Avera is hedraken. What is hedraken? Listen to this. Rashi says, your face looks weak. Your face looks weak. You get like very pale and frail and, uh, you know, something of uh, something of that sort. Okay. In a similar fashion, ato'imer, you could say, they found amongst those who lived in Gilad Arba four hundred young besulim, who had never known to a man. They never had relations with a man. how did they know these four hundred girls did not have relations with a man? of Kahana says, listen to this uh test. They would sit these. These uh, women on top of a barrel of wine, an open barrel. ba'ula, if she had relations, so she didn't have her hymen. Re'cha noidaf, the smell of the wine vat would enter her, because she's sitting right on top of it, and her breath would start to smell like wine. Bes'ula, ain't re'cha if she was still a virgin, her breath did not start to smell like the wine. Then says the Gemara, why did they make them sit on top of these wine vats and do this test? Why didn't we just say what we did by the women of Midian? Why don't we just pass them in front of the tzitz? Yeah, and let the tzitz, whoever's face turns pale or yellowish, greenish, we know that they're a bu'ulah. Incredible. Says the Gemara. The purpose of the tits is not to harm people. The purpose of the tits is to find good. And therefore, we're not going to use the tits to find out which of these women did not good. Says the Gemara, one second. The women of Midian did it. Iachi Midianami. If you're going to tell me, we we'll never use the tzitz for something negative, so midian <laughs> also, we shouldn't have allowed it. Amr Abashi Abash says, to do good for them, lahem when it comes to Klaus, we're doing good for Klai Yisrael, that's what the tzitz is for. When it comes to that is even from Poranais. Wow. Okay. Now, in the other case, where we had um, whoever had been with a man, we had them sit on a barrel. That was the unfortunate incident, the unfortunate civil war uh, started by the Pelegash Begiva, where people of Binyamin had violated a, uh, a, a Jewish woman and the other Shvatim in a, in a, um, a very large um, tribal way. And the other Shvatim came and they fought against Sheva Binyamin, And they wiped out Sheva Benyamin. And we we wanted to figure out um, who was involved uh, uh, in such a terrible incident of a woman being raped multiple, multiple, multiple times and them being left to die. And what they decided to do is that whoever was left over from Sheva Benyamin, we didn't want their whole Sheva to be wiped out. So... There were people who were, had an issue with how they converted to Judaism and Mesa. Uh, and ultimately, we made sure they were Jewish and we told the remaining Jewish men from Binyamin to have, to have relations with them, but they could only have relations to the ones that were virgins. And that's why this whole test was done. But the bottom line, that, that's where, um, that's where instead of using the tzitz, they used the barrel test. Okay, because we didn't want to use the tzitz for something, to, to see something negative for people who were, you know, already considered a chelik of Klal Yisrael. However, by the story of the Midian, we were fine using the tzitz because it was just going to show something uh, negative about the nation, the, the women of Midian. Okay, period. Amr am Rav Amr Aridi. I'm Says the name of Rabbi Yahishua Ben Levi Alachah, like Shemben Yechai. The like Rav ben Yechai. Remember going back to Shem ben Yechai. What was his p'sak? Any family who converts and their child, their daughter is younger than three years and a day, is permitted to marry a Kayan. I'm Rav Zera, Rav Yaakov Aridi. Befirushmi When you heard the halachas like Rav Shemben Yechai, did you hear it explicitly, or did you assume? says, my klala, where, where would he would have assumed this from? Dom Rebbe Levi, Levi says, there was a city in Shakarala Ar. fine, you know what happened in Eretz Yisrael? There was a ar-er, ar-er is a, a um, rumor that goes out about the people that uh, they weren't careful with the laws of... Um, uh, of uh, morality, and they were, they were living with the wrong people, and therefore there's an issue with their yichas. B'shiger Rebbe, Rebbe sent Rebbe Rumanis Ubodka, he checked out the situation, because he heard these rumors, they wanted to clarify, you know, are these people now an issue for Klal Yisrael? <laughs> and he found a girl who was younger than three years, who converted when they were younger than three years and a day, Rabbi And Rabbi said she's kosher for Kahuna. So if that's what you're basing your story off of, so from here you can imply that it's okay. no, I actually didn't imply it from the story. Ali. Alright, Rabbi Shubhalevi told me explicitly. Okay. Says the Gemara, fine. Very nice. Told him explicitly he didn't learn it out from the other story. Ask the Gemara one second. If He would have learned it out from that story. It's a pretty cool story. Pretty straightforward that it's allowed. If you're younger than three years on a day, you can marry a kain. So what would be the issue if the halacha would have come as an inference from a story as, as opposed to explicit? Says Gemara, because when you're coming from a story, you don't know the exact circumstances. Fascinating lesson. The Doma shiny Hossam. Maybe the story of the city in Eretz that had the rumor is different. Hoyil the insiv insiv. Because there we'll say, maybe the kohen already married her. Okay, her family, Her family converted when she was younger than three, and then she goes into shaduchim. she marries a kohen. Maybe the psak was that he could stay with her. Not necessarily that you should do it initially. And therefore, we want to know they heard it explicitly, because if you heard it explicitly, then you're not depending on the story, and it could really, the, the halacha could be, a kohen could initially go and marry a Gyaris who converted younger than the age of three years and a day. Says one second, hashta what do you mean? Bishla Mahasam, it makes sense over there. We, um in the other case, where we say a Koengoglo marries a bagaras or a mukase could stay with her. Listen. You know what's gonna happen over there? She's gonna lose her virginity with the King Godlo. Alright? So eventually she's she's losing it in the but over here, by the kind of the Giyaris, what's going to happen is the more relations he has with her, the bigger, the, every time there's a bigger problem. Because you're not allowed to be together at all. Because not depend on the Basulim, it's that Tyre says you're not allowed to marry a Giyaris. So, says the Gemara, um, it really wouldn't have mattered whether you inferred the Halacha from Shimba Yechai's. Uh, from a Bishua ben Levi's story or whether he heard it explicitly and that's what we're sticking with. Taka doesn't matter. Either way, we're going to learn out that the ala- if, if, if we're going to allow the Koyin to stay married to her, that means he's allowed to initially marry her too. Fine. Rav Safra, Rav Safra learned that it was inferred from a Bishuah ben Levi, the Koshu hachi that we asked the question on him and he answered the answer that we gave. There was a Kohen. Why isn't it... Why did I say Kahano is a Kohen with a head and usually it's a female, right? But over here it's Aramaic, it's with an aleph. So Ahu is a Kohen, Aramaic, a female, uh, a male Kohen. The ins of he married a Giyairus, who had converted when she was younger than three years and a day. Amr um, B'Nacham Bar Yitzchak says, My, hi, what are you doing? What are you doing, Rabbi Kayin, Mr. Kayin? What's up with you? Amarle, the Kayin says, what do you mean, what's up with me? I'm not doing anything wrong. You can marry. He said, you're allowed to marry a G.R.S. who converted lower than three years in a day. What's the problem? Amarle, Zil, Opik, you have to go get rid of her. The the And if you refuse to divorce her, Rabbi Yaakov Baridi may... The Eloy, and if you don't, Mafikna Loch Rabyakov Baridi Me Unach. I will remove Rabyakov Bar Edi Me Unach means from your ear. Okay. What does that mean? Basically he says, you better divorce her or I'm going to put you in Khairim. Tani will to the Bryce of Khanehai Rab Shabih. And similarly, Sabicha used to say, we now turn to the top of tomorrow's daf. Kivre a nu'alacha, Kivre Adeka Khavim, Ainam Metamin Ba'il. A grave. Of a non-Jew is not mitame tumas oil. What does that mean? An oil is a tent. So if you have a, a Jewish corpse, corpse of a Jew, in a room, the entire room becomes tame. That we say it; spreads throughout the entire room. Okay. If you want the tumah to stop, you have to make a smaller OL around a smaller tent. You know, a, an area around the corpse. And then it it stops the tumma from going up. Okay. So it says, Rav Shimba Yechai, that if you have a corpse of a non Jew um, in the same room as you, you don't become Tomei. Shinemar, as it says, etin ch'aini, ch'ain, marisi, odom, atem, atem, kriy, odom, e'enavichavim, koroi odom. Okay. The Posek says that Klausol is called Odom. The nations of the world are, not, are uh, not called Adam. And it says Adam, when a person passes away inside of a tent, that's when you're going to have the tumas oil. However, if there's no Tomei, if, if, if it's not included in the word Adam, then there won't be an issue with the tent. This is a fascinating, fascinating Gemara. Um, I believe by the Mendel Baylis story, I think that's what it was, and some other blood libels, um, where it was, uh, the, uh, would quote this Gemara to say, see, you Jews don't consider um, other people to be humans because they're not called Adam. There's a fascinating story, B'cham, we will pick up to give a, a beautiful answer to this and what the response was. Uh, we'll we'll uh, pick up again from this Bryce so we'll pick up from Tanya on Matzi Shabbos, B'cham, pick up with that story. In the beginning, we are going to pick up from the very, very bottom line of Samachamad Beis. We'll hold it here. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody. Sei gesund.